tuned in to episode 124 of the black male podcast <clears throat> what how about that i don't know why For some reason you're going in and out a little bit and it just could be on my side man i'm working well, on my I'm, internet I'm, 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 I'm let that lingo. could be my side bro i'm like that lingo to find a new word use for that i know right but we were just talking about projects and <clears throat> Behind the scenes, I kind of voice my disgust for um a particular project that's out. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it. Fuck that shit. You niggas don't know me. Um, <clears throat> I ain't like that Buster Rounds album, like I said I did. I thought I went back and really listened to it. I ain't really like that album as much as I thought I did. It was it was all right. I had some good records on it. I'm not telling people not to go listen to it, but for me, that shit wasn't good <clears throat> at all. And um, you know, y'all already know what Trey stand at on that particular project. But we love Bus and we love what he has to offer. And I might be fucking up a possibility for a future interview because I said this, but it just is what it is. I think so. Bus Bus is Bus is on every one of my hip hop playlists. I mean, I oh yeah, fact. I listen. I love Jim. It's just this particular project wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me neither, bro. So we talked about like artists. Cause I said, um, I said I was playing the um old Snoop Dogg album for the past two days, Doggy Style, and he was like, "Why you ain't playing none of his new shit?" And I'm like, "I ain't here for none of his new shit." <laughs> like, and it's no not the Snoop. Snoop's a legend, but for me, you know, what I mean, from for me, and I'm someone that listens to projects and listens to a lot of music. I don't want to hear none of his new shit. I got a question for you when you finish. Go ahead. I'm cool on his new shit. So I rocked that. I listened to the old shit. The old shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? Even the Doggy Style album. I mean, the Doggy, um, the Dog Pound album. Fire. Like, that shit is fire. I'm, I played the, play the hell out of them projects. You know what I'm saying? But, and um, once it got to um, Cash Money, I was cool. I was like, I got what I needed. <laughs> like, I ain't had to go listen to no more, none of that shit. Cash I money. Wanted, I wouldn't when he when he remember when he signed with Cash Money, he dropped the album with Cash uh, Money. Oh he, he no limit. Cool. Okay, okay. I was cool. I mean not cash money, no limit. I was cool. Yeah, that's that. why he threw me off. I said I missed something. No limit. I was cool on that shit. Okay. I was like, yeah, all right, cool, man. You ain't making yeah. no music for me. You know what I mean? And, and no limit was yeah. cool. I ain't like them niggas like that neither thing either. So <laughs> it was like it was all right. I wasn't no fan of none of that shit. Mr. Ice Cream Man. Nah, bro. What for me? What for me, bro? It wasn't for, for me. It was. It might have been for everybody else. It wasn't for me, bro. Now make you say, uh. You standing was, on business? I was in the club. for the, I'm standing on business, bro. It's nighttime. We're doing a nighttime show. We normally do early morning shows. So they get the early morning, Sean, and the more um, 
the more um introverted slash host of the podcast. You know what I mean? Moderator tonight. Fuck that shit. <laughs> We're not doing none of that shit. Cause this is the last podcast from, from us for the year. This is the last pod of 2023. Everybody else can keep podding. We're gonna do one group like pot like podcast network pod that'll be broadcasted on all platforms. But after that, we see y'all in 2024. <clears throat> and not the first week of 2024. It might be the second week of 2024. That's when y'all see us. You know what I mean? You cool with that? All right. You cool with that? Damn, I care about the shit, man. All right. This is how I'm gonna break it down. All right, let's hit it. As far as hip hop, a lot of the songs we talk about, right. we connect to, right? Yeah. We we got like a story we can say with almost all these records we like Hell from yeah. the 90s, early 2000s. Now, the artists that continue to put music in the ecosystem, like we suggest, mm-hmm. do you think the artists are doing a poor job of connecting to us now that we're adult males? Yeah, they don't care about us. That's your answer? Just- yeah, no, I'm just Two saying words. they don't. I mean, yeah, I just want a couple words statements. I don't think they care anything about us. Um, <clears throat> because I feel like yo, they got they got the old slaps for us if we want to let like bust around that album to me that he dropped is a newer age project. It's for a newer, it's for it's for the newer generation. He got a bunch of new artists, like younger artists, and I and there's no knock to it. No knock to it. We just big that up. We think that was a great idea. This and the third. But at the same time, it ain't for me. You don't think Nas is still trying to give us bars? No, I I don't put Nas in that same category. No, I'm asking artists from that generation. Right. I mean, that's a small size. It's hard for, it's hard so for me to still, put Nas in that, that category. That still doesn't that still doesn't take away from what you're saying because that's a small sample size. Right. I only name one person. It, right. It's it's hard for me to put Nas in that category because you know what Nas did? He still did Nas. It'd be something oh, if he it, did, it, it, he does yeah. belong in the conversation though because I'm saying right. artists from that generation how are they connecting to us now because he's still doing when it comes to Nas he's still doing Nas so off off the top people of the just, head that seems to be the only one that connects yeah that's to me at this moment I, I can't think of anybody else. I can't think of anybody else on, people on, complain on about that scale on that scale people complain about the production because they want to hear him on large what it, but what are they actually shit. complaining about though? <laughs> That he's doing doing too many records with this one. Say something when the music isn't good. Good. The music is still. You're not good. telling me it's not good though. You're just nope. telling me it's not what you want. Right. The music is still good. It's damn near still groundbreaking because now artists like you got the like um was it not Cormega but um um A Z, how he just said he now he did a project with just one producer. Did you listen you know to the album? So that yeah, hmm? yeah I did. What are you gonna tell me? No, I like it. I like that album. I like that album. Okay. No, I've listened to it a lot. I played a couple of the records on my radio show. I'm busy trying to get an interview with him on okay. on, on the, over the radio. Like I'm, I've hit Cormega. Cormega said he's gonna do what he can for me. I said, dude, just point me to point his publicist. I don't like just just give me a name that I need to speak to. You know what I mean? Like for me, like that and that AZ. I've always liked AZ. So it used to baffle me how he never. He just never produced anything. And then when he finally got back, because I thought he was in jail for a minute. I thought he was locked up like um, like um old boy people. Um Nori Man was for the longest. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought he was locked everybody, up. Everybody, everybody kind of forgot about Capone. 
Yeah, because Capone nice Nori's doing. Yeah, Capone been nice, but it was Nori doing. So I thought he was locked up for the longest. So that's why when he reemerged, I was like, oh shit, was he, he was in a box? He's in fans or some shit. But no, he just wasn't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing musically. Not saying he wasn't doing anything. So A Z, AZ did anything. a good job of connecting with the mature fan, you think? Mm-hmm. I think his project? project is is more or less for us. Okay. Well, that's that's my line of questioning because we speak on putting music in the ecosystem, but my question is always like how many artists are actually making music for the adult hip hop connoisseur? I said. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Master Ace just dropped a project. Right. I like Master Ace. Okay. Okay. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Damn, what's wrong with you? You got a shoulder twitch at nighttime or something, nigga? Say nothing, bro. Nighttime shoulder twitching? What the hell? Yo, well, I, look, look, you right you now. Don't want, you don't want a Master Ace interview? What's going on? I never said so that. You got a dope story. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't, don't, don't make this into something that it ain't, man. Yo, like, like, think about this on the AZ project. This is just his features. I'm just naming his features: Fat Joe, Feral March, um, um, Mui Fresh. That's a some somebody he's he's um fucking with. That's it, bro. That's it. Well, that's not enough for you. No, no. I'm just saying. When we talk about art, when we talk about how he's catering, you know, to his his base. His features show his catering to his face, like Feral March. When the last time you heard Feral March on anybody's project? Nah, last project he did it was like with a rock band or some shit. That's what I'm saying. And you, you ain't hear him featured on nobody's shit, nothing. No, not at all. When I think of Feral March, even all on I can a, think about not it. even on the my life is all I had. My dimes, my pen, nah, my he, pad. He that shit that was fire. He, he killed that hook. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> so that's hook. all I could think Yo, about. No, crazy thing, he killed that hook so bad. Like, <laughs> you didn't even realize he ain't had no verse. You didn't even realize he had not one verse on that song. That hook was the song, <laughs> man. Song. That hook was the song. Like, the, the, the melody of it and everything. Judge me. You don't just sing now. You know? That shit, nah, <laughs> that shit was crazy, son. Nasty. <laughs> And then he was like breaking it down. My life is all I have. I was like, Come see, on, Farrell Munch is one. That's one of my favorites. One of my Me sleeper too. favorites. Me too. Me too. I got a lot of Farrell shit on my playlist, man. Like he got a lot of songs that just got that feel. Like Farrell March remind me of um, Black Thought. Like black, like these are artists that are high caliber. Let lyricists. me get together though. Let me let me let me him go together. Let Farrell do the hook. Shit, and give me a ball. No, but I'm saying let Farrell do the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta let I, I don't, I don't, I don't care for Black Thought hooks. I just want to hear him rhyme. Yeah, when he rap, bro. Yeah, I just like hearing him rippity rap. Everybody, I don't like rippity rapping. No, Black Thought can rippity rap, ripping and, and very well. Because I, you know, I, when, I love he ain't, he ain't talking about the scientists, the moons, and the stars, and nope. his rib, his rippity rap and shit. Nah, his rippity rap be talking some rap. <laughs> yeah, like like he he ain't bum skiggity bumming. <laughs> That was my shit, though. I played that this weekend, too. I found my CD case, man. Like, I've been looking for it. It's dusty as hell. I found it. And Dos Effects is in there. That CD. Nah, they dope. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean that as if Dos Effects wasn't dope. I know, I know. But I'm no, just, I'm just saying, I'm saying that the people listening, so they don't they don't fucking know. Right. Dos okay. Effects, yeah, they got Bro, a documentary on YouTube. Bump, I got to check it out, too. Huh? 
That shit. They killed you. They killed you. Even though it was no bonds. Super califragilistic tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was an intricate scheme though at that it time. Was. Hell yeah. At that time it was yeah. a very intricate scheme. Hell yeah. Hell that was a time, that was a time when people would hear songs and write the lyrics on paper and try to learn them. Right. Yo, I just miss yeah. how music just like it always provoked a a thought. It always provoked a a a feeling. I feel like it's so microwave. As much as I push for new music and, and new artistry, and I just feel like the music is so it's so uh, fast food. It don't stick to your ribs. You don't have a memory attached to it. It doesn't provoke an emotion. Like I miss music provoking an emotion. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to get records that you knew. You knew where you was at. You knew what you was doing. Come on, bro. Like for me, I went to buy Jay Z and Fabulous album on 9 11. When, when we heard, we when heard a lot over the years, over the years, we've experienced a lot of things and heard a lot of music. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like we've almost done everything. We did. You're right. I mean, there are creative ways to express yourself, and there are different topics that weren't touched, of course, because we've all been through things that we just have conversations about. Right. That could be a song, per se, if you. You know, put together right, right. If you put but, it together, you know. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's putting out records so fast, man. I mean, people aren't really putting deep thought into things. I remember Farrell Marsh years ago spoke about um, complete thoughts and and rather sitting down with a beat so he could put a complete thought together. Karis One would speak about it and say how music should control mood and emotion. It should, you know. But now, you know, just, when you see clips of people in the studio, just. <laughs> Right. Nobody nobody's writing nothing down, bro. It's it's punch it's 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 punch in. You know, it's the punch in rituals. I'm so fucking so I ain't an engineer no more because of that right there. I mean because of that. But well, I I I say this, man. I I, like I said to a couple DJs, and not just because they spend my stuff, man. It's just there's some DJs out there that really are putting together mixed shows and, and mixed things. I'm saying mixed shows because whether it's internet radio or mixed cloud, those are kind of like mixed shows. They're really trying, even with your show, they're really trying to deliver some of this quality music to people. Right. If if people want it. If people want it. You know what right. I mean? So there's a and and there is gonna be a shift, you know, within the culture and with how the culture is being promoted. There's people out there putting stuff out. You know what I mean? That's not the that's a small sample size compared to the mass commercialization commercialization of it. But I mean, that's the same thing with movies. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot, lot of a lot of fluff out there. There's a lot of commercialization of it. TV, you know, it's a lot of the alphabet soup being promoted. And that's the popular thing going on. Yeah, it is. You know, the demasculization of us is a lot going on. Yeah, it is. The 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 craziness that the women are saying is going on. And at one point, you would sound like a hater talking about some of today's music. But now, no, it's not even being a hater. It's it's ridiculous. No, it's not good. Yeah, like, you know, we joke about it, but some of the stuff is really bad. Like, somebody really took a camera and filmed that. Yeah. What? It, it's, it's bad. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It's all bad in my book. And a lot of the young people don't even like it. They can't even They can't even sell out concerts. No, because so everything you got, is fake. Because everything you is got fake. A, you got a million streams, but you can't even pack a 200-seat venue. Because them streams fake. Yeah, we all know that. Man. All of that shit is fake, man. 
all over this fake. And cats ain't took time to curate their fan base. That's why all that shit coming to a head. Spotify is doing whatever the hell they doing to slow all that shit down. That's why a lot of that shit is coming to a head because all of it is fake. Bring the, um, bring the Instagram algorithms back to normal shit too. Shit. <laughs> that ain't never changing, man. I think they like what they how they got it. They lock you. They man, they lock you down when you come in with some new creative shit, man. If you ain't yep. trying to pay for ads, B, you they pay got for you. Ads, that's but that's what they're doing. If you ain't paying for your ads, it ain't going, it ain't gonna reach nobody, son. And if you pay for an ad, fuck around and wait a few months before you pay for another one. Your number's gonna Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. nigga. You got yep. that ad. You gotta be consistent yeah. once you run the ad. That's why <laughs> what? That's why you gotta set it, set it for three months, put sixty dollars on it, twenty dollars a month. Let it rock. Eight days. Huh? Yeah, they got they got me on some funny shit, B. <laughs> Yo, do twenty dollars a month, man. Just let it rock. Yeah, I'm gonna come up with a uh, nice little rotation of things. Yeah, that's pick probably a, the best bet to do. Pick a pick a post every thirty days and do it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm about to set a couple promo. I'm a, I got it. I got it's funny as you said that. I got a bunch of paid promo right now for the um network sitting on my um computer. I'm doing it in Google. I'm gonna do a Google, a Google one because I wanted to be on um YouTube and um throughout um all Google platforms, and then I'm gonna do it on um on um Meta, which would be Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I did the Google with the with the Soul Trade thing. It did did very well. Did very well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Solid people met some people, so I knew it was it was pretty mm-hmm. genuine. But I haven't yeah. done it with uh, I didn't do it with culture, but I think I'm gonna do it with um, with only you though. You I want to get it out there. Got you. It's, it's dope record. Lyric video fire. I'm not just saying that because I did it. I'm just yeah. saying it's fire. Streaming December eighth. I'll be on the December plane 8th. that same day. Yeah. Everything yeah. was put together. This podcast dropped December eighth. I'm gonna be on Ooh. my way to DC. <laughs> you gonna be your way to Cali. It's the math. See, dude, you know, I'm do, telling you, man. Now do do the knowledge, God. Do the knowledge, God. Yo, I would love to tell y'all we planned all of that shit. Because we didn't. Hell no. <laughs> I didn't even plan my flight to be matching on the eighth. It just happened because we yep. supposed to have went to the radio station on the first. Yep. And it sounded good. Mm-hmm. Through the first and the eighth, then my man was like, "Yeah, sounds smart." I'm like, "Yeah, we go, man. Yo, we just be mind fucking yep. the game." For <laughs> and then I thought about, it. I was like, "Hold up, shit! I'm going out of town on the eighth. My birthday on Monday. I'm be gone. Yeah, we just be making <laughs> up shit to sound good. But <laughs> when you put together a marketing plan, it makes you feel better about the project, regardless how everybody else feel about it. Yeah, that's a fact. You know I, I'll mean? say this though: with you and I, um, when it comes to um, just your music, we just talk about your music. You and I got to do a better job of working together. Well, I ain't yeah. trying to push you push you on to something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to force force yourself as far as being a participant in things. You know what I mean? Uh, that's that nigga shit with the pride. Not necessarily. Your you got a lot of stuff friend, going on. Bro. I'm your friend. Nah, but you got a lot. Come on, don't put me on the spot on the I'm show, man. Don't do that. Friend, don't bro. do that. Don't do that. Now I look like the bad guy. Don't do that. <laughs> you hit me with the serious face. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now everybody gonna be like, why he act like that? He's such a good guy. He has a friend and he don't want it. <laughs> now nah, don't get back from Cali though. We're gonna talk. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever, uh-huh. whatever you can we'll put, sit down. Put, nah, we but nah, we, we I got some ideas. I, I truly have some ideas. Nah, uh, and I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm I'll say this. this shit rock. I'm gonna make this shit rock. 
I say this, yo, even the ideas that we like loosely talk about that spawn these, what you got on, how we, how we moving with the, with the joints. Like, think, I love what you're doing with the merch. Place. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Your merchandise is, to me, is probably some of the fire shit I've seen in, in just the area. And I'm not saying that because you're my friend. It's some fire shit. I proudly wear the shit. Yo, it's funny. I wore the shirt, right? That you gave me. Yeah. With your logo on it. Not thinking, never thought about um what the dummy said about, you know, what you told me about. I was out and about. Yeah, he just corny. Right. He's yeah, corny. he was definitely corny. I was yeah. out and about. I literally, I, I paired it. I had the, the shirt on, some jeans. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I had my um, uh, I had just picked up a, a pair of Tim's. I picked up another pair of Tim's, the um uh, wheat, some butters. I'm running around with that, with with the jean jacket on. Dude stopped me and asked me, no bullshit. No bullshit. Is that trade up? Yeah, that's <laughs> I said, funny. I swear to you not. That's I said, funny. yeah, that's 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 trade. That's my guy. Well, you was in Raleigh? <laughs> yes, I was in Raleigh. That's crazy. Yeah. He was like, yo, that shirt is fire. He said, I saw his big ass face on there and I saw the beard and I was like, that got to be trade up. He was like, he's selling these? I'm like, yeah, he's selling them. I say right now he's doing a limited run, but I got one early. I, I do some work with him. He was like, yo, that, that is fire. I love what he's doing with that. And then we kept it moving. Dapped up. I ain't asking for his name. I ain't went through all that process. Dapped up. I showed him. I said, yo, just go to his Instagram, bro. Like, he really, I like, he got some hats. He got a few joints. Like, yo, go pick up something. He's like, you know what, man? I'm going to have to go and look into that. I said, all right, you know, if you do, if you don't, it, then fire. But he was like bigging up, like, yo, this is fire. And we moved on. <clears throat> what about my B.I.? I didn't do want to get calling you. Didn't even I think do, about calling yeah, you. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to do more t-shirts, and I do want to get one more logo that I could use like straight through. It won't have my face. It won't say blood, sweat, and tears. It'll it'll represent the name trade dot in some kind of some kind gotcha. of logo. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that I can use with everything. Yeah, that's that's your all the time. Yo, you so, gotta to, have your to all the time stuff. You gotta have the all yeah, the time. Yeah, so I, I, I wanna I wanna I get the this tea. face. I want to get the C and the D made mm -hmm. some kind of way with like three dots under it that I could yeah. just use. Yeah, I think that'd be fine. I think this face right here is dope on every like this is your the angry face this is the no go to joints on caps, and then something on them shirts and that that's your all time runs and then you got your limit. Like the lo the logo on the shirt, I don't think works on hats. I wanted that for the t shirt. I was like, that should work on a t shirt. Yeah, like that. Fine. I don't think this would work on a t shirt. Mm -hmm. And sometimes make good, some of them join small. Make some of them join small, like the polo logo too. But I want my my new logo. I want to use for the small because it'll okay. be a symbol. I got you. I got you. It'll be it'll be a trade dot symbol. It could That'd be, be like a T, like an umbrella with a D, and I have the three dots under it. It'll be a That'd symbol. be fire. That'd be fire. I just gotta get somebody to do that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah, man, we just gotta do a better a better job of working with one another, man. I think you know we do a great job with this podcast and stuff like that. But I'm just speaking on your music. I think I think if we work together on some shit more, we're gonna tie it all in, man. It's one one big family. Everybody got everybody got content. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, let's talk you know about some saying? sports real quick, man. We we just you know we don't have no topics. We just going through stuff. I want to talk about some sports. I think <clears throat> first thing, um, people are tired of Draymond Green and his shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, enough. As soon as he got back, he got another tech. It's like yo, bro, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he got another tech. He just got off a of suspension. Got a whole another tech. What's wrong with this guy? Yo, he got to sit his ass down. He got to chill out, bro. He got to chill. He just got to chill, bro. He just want to chill. 
don't know why he won't chill, but he won't chill. I mean, the thing with it is, I love his grittiness. I love, I love the fact that he goes hard on every play. Right. But some of the shit he do is almost like, like bro, come on, my come nigga. On, like, the Play the man. game, man. Right. Father, let me ask you this question, though. All right, Zion Williamson, right? The game with the Suns is over. Mm-hmm. He does the 360 windmill dunk at the end of the game, and the Suns got mad. What you think about people that do the um, emphasis dunk at the end of the game when it's over? Whatever the fuck you want to do, stop me from doing it. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Stop me from doing it. That's um, Stephen that A. Stephen A. used to always say, "Why Star, is it a, why is it a problem now?" Sons get mad about shit. Y'all niggas got three of the best in the league. Stop that man from doing it. If y'all can't stop him, shut up. I don't understand why that's a problem now. I never understood. It's always even when problem. I even when I used to hoop at the end of the game. If you get a breakaway, yo, throw that shit down. But now nah, cats always didn't. They never liked that shit. Yeah, but y'all professionals, bro. Win the game. That's what I say. Or win the game. Or get them get them back next time y'all play. What they was going to do with Zion? They weren't going to beat his ass. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. What they were going to do with the young boy? Anybody can get a guy, bro. I, I agree. Anybody can get a guy. They got a team full of softies. Come on, man. Booker is a sucker. Come on, man. KD, sucker. Come on, man. Team full of suckers. What they were going to do? Jay Crowder. He about, street, he about the only he, one that I saw. He was in street clothes, too. He ready. That's what he always in street clothes, though. Yo, Sean, come on, man. What's wrong with you today, man? <laughs> Just saying, man. All right, who got a better music catalog? Rick Bros or 50 Cent? It's, that's hard for me. And I'll, I'll, I'll say why it's hard for me. Because <clears throat> I am a big, um, I'm a big Rick Ross fan. Big Rick Ross fan. I've been in the studio with him. I've worked with with the label that he's on, you know, as an engineer. But I also like personally worked for G Unit. Personally worked with Fifty Cent in college and out of college. And if we look at music wise, I'm gonna go fifth. And I'm gonna go fifth just off the first two albums. His 50 Cent first two albums blows Rick Ross catalog to me out the water. So you're saying 50 Cent has a better catalog than Rick Ross? I think Ross. 50 Cent has a better catalog than Rick Ross. Okay. And complete catalog, like songs, hits. Okay. And um, we're not talking about accolades. We're not talking about any of that. Because no, if we do, I'm, I'm, if we talk about accolades, it's a rap, even on that aspect. But catalog, and yo, it's funny thing about it. I've Adelo, also I've also listened last, to and last and lasting power. Fifty Cent. Okay. No one's heard. You haven't. You can go back and play Fifty Cent projects. You ain't. You can't, bro. Literally, we we talking about this. This is the last project of Fifty I just played. This is the the songs I the projects I'm playing. <laughs> so are you, I'm I live what I say. I just I just want to know how you felt. You know what I'm saying. And I got Ross up here too. All I got to do is slide over. Nah, you ain't got to prove that. I asked who you think has the better catalog. To me, it's it's gonna be fifth. It's gonna be fifty. Okay. It's gonna be fifth. Okay, bro. As soon as you cut on that, like I'm not gonna even talk about get rich die trying. We already know what that did. We already know what that did. Hey, you answered the question. (laughs) We already know. But if if we just talk about his, we just talk about 
that um that second album, The Massacre. The first song, niggas won't come shit at me. On some real shit, Sunday don't want me. Are you saying? Are you saying it's close? No, I ain't saying it's close. No. So you say it's not even close. It's not even close. You stand on business. Uh, all the way on it. Okay. Dog, just now I'm going off the first two albums. Curtis album was real good. It went platinum too, and Curtis album was real good. But that wasn't even one of the albums that everyone was like giving, bigging up on. The Curtis album was real good. Okay. I like Rick. I like Rick Ross, man. I get it. A lot. I, it. I like Rick Ross a lot. But let, let's keep let's keep it all the way above. Let's keep it all the way above. Hey, I want you to give me an honest answer, bro. You gave it to me. That nigga, that nigga subject matter has been. It, ha, it has no. It I, don't, has no I, don't, I don't think it's a, um, I don't it think has it's no a wide range. It I don't think no it's a question. Range. I don't think it's a question. The Port of Miami was a classic album for Rick Ross. It's like. It's that one out. Yeah, it didn't go platinum or anything with gold, but it none of his albums went gold. Matter of fact, hear, none of his albums went gold. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but when you when you talk about catalog, you gotta have it all. No, let me let's take a record like in the club. And the club can be played at any function in America, nigga, any country, <clears throat> any language, nigga. That shit, that shit was everybody's birthday song for a minute. Son. That's all I'm saying. Everybody catalog. We talking catalog. In the club, one red candy shop. That's a that's off the second album. I just I just want to see where you stood on it. Okay. Candy shop. Come on, man. We don't even want to. We don't give a fuck about Olivia. That song was fire. Dog, mm-hmm. oh, that nigga said, "You love me like a fat kid love cake." Hey, cake is delicious. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on, man. Fifth wasn't even the most lyrical nigga in his crew, but he was the best songwriter. And Lloyd Banks to tell you, the best songwriter I know is Fifty Cent. Yeah, when we all that goddamn rapping, <laughs> shit, dog. If we go to the G Unit album, Fifty had a better group project than Ross did with his group. He couldn't even keep his group together. Peel, um, Wale, Meek Mill. It was some other nigga, man. You couldn't even keep them niggas together, right? To even put together a decent enough fifth, put together a whole project with with Tony Yayo in jail and put Tony Yayo as a cover. Fifty I mean, Cent is kind of like what what um LeBron is in basketball when it comes to his homies. Everybody, the whole crew ate. Good, good analogy. I like that. The whole crew ate. Even when you wasn't even doing doing right, niggas ate. Hey, bro, when I re- dog, you remember when they talked about how Fifth niggas was mad because Fifth took the money, the Reebok money away from them because nobody was wearing the G Unit sneakers. He didn't take it away from them though. He just stopped paying them. He stopped paying them. But well, he didn't take it. They took it away from themselves. I was in that. I was in that room. I was in that room. We dog the people that worked for him. So. They had the big table. All the artists sat at the table. Only a couple of us sat at the table. Most of us were standing up. He had like a big team meeting. And he, I remember him walking in the room last. How do you, how do you feel about that? Oh, bro. That day I felt it was justified. Dog, he didn't tell us. He didn't tell us that we had to wear that shit. He didn't tell us. He just gave us a bunch of shit. So we wearing it. 
I used to tell niggas, put them sneakers on, bro. I don't give a fuck if you don't like Reebok. I said, put them shit on. I used to tell niggas, put them on. Just put them on. So what? The shoes wasn't bad. They was comfortable in a motherfucker. They were just some regular shit. They were just regular dagglers. They were made like old school pro kids. That's what they were made like. So they went with everything. They went with everything. But niggas, like, yo, the artist didn't want to wear them. That nigga walked in that meeting and asked everybody what shoes you got on. He said out his mouth, niggas that didn't grow up with me or was around me is wearing the shoes. And I paid everybody in here. So guess what? Check stop today. Well, I, I, I I'll, give, like, I'll give an example. <clears throat> you and I ain't grow up together. Nope. I ain't cut no check. Nope. Where you ain't got to be all the time. Yeah, so I mean. So it fits well. It looks good. If this shit was some bullshit, I would tell you. I'm like, bro, it's I trash mean, quality. Bro, I'm not wearing it. But you see, I, I I changed up the hats because of the quality. But I, nope. I, I said I said that to say. I've grown up with some people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've made money with some people. I've yep. put money in people's pocket. Yeah. They not wearing my shit. No. Yeah. I got history with some DJs that don't play my shit. But there's some DJs now that play me consistently. And hit me under the table, do promos for them and drops and right. building a whole new solid network. And I'm fine with it. I'm just saying it to say. You know what I mean? If people aren't support, gonna support you, then you just rock with the people that do. Yeah, it ain't personal. And 50 didn't make it personal. He was nope. like, well, just, I'm just gonna take this bread back. I'm just trying to share this money with you to help me promote my shit. Mm-hmm. That's why it was funny to me when Lloyd, I mean, not Lloyd Banks, when um, Young Buck talk about some of the Reebok deal was his first and he was the one that brought that to the table. No, he didn't, nigga. Jay-Z Bro, brought that shit to 50 Cent because he was mad at Irv Gotti. We didn't know that then. But we know it now. He brought that to the table for fifth. Like, yo, I got this for the table, on the table. Let's go get these white people money. We'll put some sneakers out. We'd be the first. We'd be the first hip hop artist to do it. Nothing Young Buck says. I don't take anything. I take nothing Young Buck says seriously, bro. I don't either. Not even a bit. Now, listen, music, I fucked with Buck. No, Buck was fire. This, I mean, that Buck one had, project. Buck had about three joints I got on my on my playlist that that just they uh, still want to ride with me. A couple of them joints, like he had some joints. Yeah, you know I mean, but as far as him talking about the business, no, nah, nah, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that, bro. I don't want none of it. None of it. Y'all want to? I want to play this right quick, man, because we jumped off of um sports, but you know, sports and um. And music are the same. It's fucking entertainment. So, but I want to. I want. I want you to get your opinion about this. What Rasheed Wallace said. Hold on a second. Let me get your opinion with this. Rasheed, Rasheed Wallace said. And when I say R, that's my fault. That's Ben Wallace's fault. About, that's Chauncey's fault. Um, that's uh, Rip Hamilton fault. Tayshawn fault. That's Corliss fault. Everybody in that locker room because he grew up in our locker room. Um, one of his best friends was the son of the GM. Mm-hmm. So he was around us, practice uh, in the locker room, after games, before games. So he he heard the different <laughs> language. And we all know it's a different language when the cameras is not there. Mm-hmm. Got to be professional with it a little bit. But he heard all that, and that's what made him 
go out there. That's why he doing the bully shit, <laughs> the bully shit he doing now, in my opinion. But no, he he, he caught all that shit in our locker room. Uh, I I love hearing that because, yes, we know Draymond Green is from Saginaw, Michigan. You know what I mean? And to hear that he used to run with the bad boy, like the Pistons, not the bad boy, but the resurgence of the bad boy Pistons at that time when we were actually not as trash as we are right now, actually oh, going God. to the – let's not – we're not going to sit on that. Going no, to the not. playoffs, going to the finals, winning the finals, you know what I mean, stuff like that, like – it it was it was dope hearing him talk about that, and in in reference to Draymond. Now, don't get me wrong, Draymond didn't cut that bullshit out. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? He do yeah. need to cut that bullshit out. It's, it's, he does unnecessary shit. Yeah, at this point, Rasheed and them wasn't doing that kind of shit, bro. Nah, nah, nah. nah. They played bully ball. Yes, this yeah. shit he doing is goofy. It's goofball, goofball behavior at his fine. Rasheed Wallace was a fundamentally sound basketball player. Yes, he was. This shit Draymond doing is a fucking circus. Just doing some shit. <laughs> some circus shit. Rip Hamilton was throwing elbows yeah. through the screen. I loved it. Coming off picks. That's Coming basketball. Picks, pushing your ass down. That's basketball. Quick, Draymond, quick Draymond kicking niggas in the dick. You know Body what I mean? slamming cats for no you know reason. Tripping people. <laughs> Come on, man. The Pistons wasn't doing that. Pistons they getting tired of it though, because I think the, Steph Curry said something recently that kind of referenced that he's kind of getting tired of it. Steph getting old, man. Steph just want to play basketball and win, man. Don't do the goofy shit. Now, if you're in the playoffs, we in the regular season, B. You getting suspended, like, right, for nothing, and they record is bad. Right, right, right. And then Clay is playing subpar as well, and he up in the. You know, every time he's interviewed after the game, he's all he, arrogant and shit. He be complaining like a full sucker. I mean, he, he light-skinned. <laughs> you know what I mean? His old light skin came out. That's all. Right. Well, yeah, man. But, yeah. I think um, I want to play this, too, because Steph Curry said, oh, no, it's over. Yeah. Said, what was this? I think he told him, he was like, yo, you gotta stop the shit, bro. Low key message. Send like a low key message to Draymond. Like, enough is enough, my G. Enough is enough. I think that's what he said. He said, enough is enough, my guy. Enough is enough. I like you, but I don't like you that much. Like, doing too much. I'm trying to play it, but they showing like 40,000 commercials. We ain't doing the commercial, bro. Not right now. We're gonna be doing that shit soon, but we ain't doing it at this moment. All right, let me let me see. That's the whole music. Now we got got a whole. Be fiery, be competitive. That's not what he's doing. Twenty-four at a point in time in this game. Where did you see the wheels kind of fall off, and how did you guys get to the point where we're at right now? Um, in our first half was pretty solid. Game Probably the best basketball we played on both sides of the floor. Um, built up that big lead. Had a That's regular for him, bro. Last two possessions in the first half, and um, 
I think I missed the two for one. I lost it on a turnover, so it gave him a little bit of momentum. In the third quarter, we we responded pretty well. <clears throat> Had a couple untimely turnovers to start like a, a momentum run, and then you know they they got to the foul line uh, forty-two oh, times, which you know you obviously want those two plays back because. I didn't hear what you said about Jalen. He said uh, my leg went too high. Hold on. In the no, we definitely want to hear seven thousand no, points. I want to hear no Yo, basketball, no football player. Scary talking. Warriors team. Your leg went too high. Whoa. As well. I didn't think it was. You know, Slow down. Not exaggerated man. at all. So. I hate the way he the talks. Shooter's going to turn. It's a tough shot. And you got Why two guys like the way he talks, feet man. to jump. I don't like it, bro. So there's going to be a natural movement to turn. And he said, oh, my leg went too high. And there's obviously, you know, a judgment on, on their part. But wow. anybody who shot that shot, you know, you especially you're turning, you know, trying to get your shoulder square. And you land, you also see two people. You got to protect yourself as well. I didn't think it was, you know... Uh, exaggerated at all. So they were supposed to get straight to the point, fam. They ain't get to the point. So I'm cool. Well, the team is a mess. Yeah. So my, fa somebody, my father doesn't like Steve Kerr as a coach at all. Somebody, somebody said that. Somebody's like, so now that you see that the team is a mess, what's is Steve Kerr really a good coach? It's like, come on, man. We all have. It's Bro, sometimes you're gonna blame the coach. The players are past their prime. They need to restructure. You're gonna blame the coach for all of that? Past their prime. Clay Thompson had two career-ending injuries. It's miraculous that he even stepped back on the court. He's averaging 14 points a game right now. Still good. That's some good numbers. I mean, it's not Clay good numbers, but cut that devil's advocate bullshit out right now. Clay is is making damn near max money, bro. Draymond <laughs> is making. He earned it, but yeah, he earned when it's time, it. time to be negotiate, no. Oh no, he ain't getting no more money. Exactly, Draymond either. And the supporting pieces aren't putting in the work like they did with when they had Livingston, when they had Iguodala. You know what I mean? They always had pieces, man. And they yeah, don't Looney, have Looney pieces. ain't doing shit. Um, Wiggins, Wiggins came Wiggins into the, out of shape. No, he came, he came this season out of shape. That's what they're complaining about. Right. Came out of shape. Looney, all he does is rebound. He came out of shape because that girl was cheating on him. <laughs> Yeah, but that wasn't even true. His father was sick. He was gone because his father was sick. Oh, okay. I ain't know. The internet made that shit up. That's a cold thing to put on a brother jacket, boy. Come on, man. You know how the internet do jack. <laughs> Listen, if you don't if you don't tell people what's going on, they're gonna find something. Right. Or create something. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's real. That's real. That's real, man. I'm not gonna knock it. You know. Yo, should I serious us out? You know what I mean? Should I make should I post this serious topic? Let's see, man. Fuck it. We ain't got much longer. We only gonna talk for a few more minutes. And then I'm gonna just serious this out. Fuck it. Cause this, this, yeah. That's interesting. Cause this, this is something I think we should dis we should hear and discuss. A year ago, and the children were never enrolled in school in Texas. So we need to hear it all from the top. All from the top. All from the tippity-tippity top. 
into this home a year ago and the children were never enrolled in school in Texas. So officials tell me it was really easy for all of this to just go unnoticed. Inside this home, a nightmare for two young children, 12 and 3 years old. Roman Forest Police Chief Stephen Carlisle says they were abandoned for nearly two months. There was no food in the house. Uh, everything was empty. The, uh, there were some dry beans and some spices is about it. Their mother, Raven Yates, left them in late September, he says. There's been a warrant out for her arrest since December. Investigators say the 12 year old never told anyone because she was threatened by what might happen to her little brother. They have different fathers. And she was afraid that her mother was, her father was going to take her and leaving the three year old by himself. Fearful, she obeyed. She'd call her father, saying mom was working and he would send food. According to police, he's a music producer in California. He called police once family members spotted Yates in Mobile, Alabama, where she's from, without her kids. When he got a call from his ex-mother-in-law and they put two and two together, he caught the first plane over here. Investigators shocked to see how they were living. Uh, the officers checked the bedroom of the children and discovered heavy urine odor coming from the three-year-old's bed. Yates continues to be active on social media, posting to her thousands of followers. As investigators work with Mobile Police to arrest the 31-year-old's mom, she's wanted on two counts of abandoning or endangering a child without intent to return. She hasn't responded to our messages. A 12-year-old cannot take care of a three-year-old for a long period of time. That's it's dangerous, especially uh, over a month and a half. There's it's, it's dangerous into this home a year. Yeah. But then I want to also read where they raggedy daddy at the fuck. Who are the dads? Where were the dads? It seems very abandoned there. It seems like they abandoned their children. Someone had to say this about is the old. mother. She's already been placed in police custody. Someone want to bring up this is old. So what? Um, that takes away from it. Why didn't the dads just take the children? Maybe the dad didn't know what was going on. Right. This is not about the dads, people. Right. Let's, Let's talk about the deadbeat moms. Yeah, I love that. But I just want I just want us to see where dads go check up on your kids. These chicks nowadays don't want their kids, but want social media, still blaming the dads. They didn't really blame the dad. They was just, but that one didn't. That one yeah, didn't. they giving a but shout out to dads know. in general. Dads, let's check on our kids. Right. Yeah. I I just but I just wanted to make sure we saw that them first one. Well my thing with that, what's what scares me is the amount of times it happens that we don't know about because oh, I right. do know of a couple of situations where um chicks would go to the club and mm -hmm. basically lock their kids in the bedroom and tell them don't come out. Oh, yeah. So they get home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there weren't people that I was involved with, so it wasn't my place to even be, you know what I mean? And by the time I heard about it, I'm sure it was something that went on for a while. For a while now, yeah. And there's a good chance that the young mothers that did this had it done to them growing up. But you know two what I mean? months... It's, Yes, no, no, no. I ain't talking about like that. I'm just talking about just nice at the club or whatever. I'm not justifying that either, but to do it for that long, I can see, I can see having a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, and maybe leaving them 
in the house with another sibling closer to age to go, you know, hang out with your friends or something, a couple of hours. You know what I mean? Because they're at that age where they can possibly watch themselves. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us been watching ourselves, you know, at 13, 14, 15, you know. Yeah. For a while. You know, even 12. You know what I mean? I'll say 12. Okay. But to leave for two months with a three-year-old, three-year-old that you that you, you there's no food in the house. You you know no one is shopping for a month long worth of food. No one, no one is doing. No one is shopping for a month long. So that food probably ran out the first week. Especially mom ain't home. Kids going to snack. Kids going to eat. They going to snack. Them niggas eating Little Debbie cakes for 60 days. That's what I'm saying. And then who has 60 so, days worth of Little Debbie cakes? So dad, she called, the daughter calls dad. And dad, you know, Uber eats you over some food. Oh, mommy at work. I'm going to Uber eat. You know, all right, I'll see, I'll see you some food. I think dad got to a point where he was like, she calling me a lot to order a bunch of food. You know what I mean? Every day, like, yeah, I'm going to send for my baby and her brother. But she calling me a lot to do this. That's wild. You over eat some food to your kids, though. That's wild. You could do that, though. He was in another No, state. I know. I know. But it's just wild having to do that. Like, right. Was, yeah. the, mother, the mother would hit you up or something. Or, right. Let me talk to you your mother for a you th- yeah, right. Yeah, let me talk to you mom. But that's what yeah. she said. She said, you know, she told dad mom was at work. So they home by themselves. Yeah, tell mom to call me when she get off work. Right. I need to know what's going on. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna start calling. I'm like, ordering food. I'm ordering food three days a week. Wait, right. What's going on? <laughs> you know what you I mean? getting the child support and you get food stamps. What are we doing? We're doing. So now the mother, her mom, his ex mother, is now calling him saying, "Yo, I just saw my daughter, but the kids ain't the kids with you." Nah, I'm kissing with me. I just got to talking to little Chrissy on the phone. She at the house. Nah, let me go. Let me go find out what's going on. That's not good. Let me go find out what's up. Now, now he on a plane and you get to the house. Say you get to the house. Trey gets to the house. See his kid. Mom ain't been there. You walk in. You know the kid gonna let you in. You they walk to in. No bath. One of the kids, no pampers change. Right. Three-year-old. Pissing piss the bed. So he might be potty trained, but he pissing the bed. Pissy bed. Yeah, he ain't ready. Mess all over the place. They hungry. You know your daughter hugging and crying. Three years old, but he ain't then, properly but, wiping but, yet. But, but no, you damn sure not. Uh, but think about it. You paranoid your kids to a point where you tell your daughter, yeah, you got a good dad. If you say something, yeah, you gonna go with your dad. He going to be right here, though. He ain't got a good situation. So now you like, oh, my God. I want to make sure my wow. little brother is good. Now, you as a man, you for, I'll say for me, I'll take both of them. Let me get them both, man. Let me get them both. I know I want my kid. But if he ain't got a place to go, let me get them both. I ain't leaving that three-year-old by himself. Hell no, nah, I ain't leaving them. Me neither. Let me get them both, man. I don't, know how long, I don't know how long I'm going to keep them, though. I'm a rock. Bro. I don't know. I'm a rock as long as I, I can't can. say I can't say that. I can't, I can't say that for sure. I'm a rock. I can say that. I don't know. I'm a rock. He, he, we gotta he, figure out what's going on. What's going on now. with your mother? He with me now. Well if, well, if he with me, he with me. It ain't gonna be no back and forth. Yeah. yeah. If this is what we doing, this is what we doing. We doing. That's what I'm saying. He with me now. It ain't gonna be no no back the and bitch, forth. Bitch still posted on Instagram and shit. Excuse my friend. She still posted on Instagram and shit. Whole time she posted. 
making light of the situation to her thousand followers because she half naked on online. Wow. She posted. Damn. I'm taking little men. Let me get them. Yo, don't even worry about them. Yeah, so anyway. those servers ain't even pull up. Well, I mean, they probably pull up now. They probably pull up now. But think about it, bro. You don't want your child in the social service system. That system I mean, is trash. That system is ass. Most definitely. My daughter's a social worker. That system is ass. But I want to um, the father that's sitting in the food, then the other father. What's going on with the other father? You know, man, you know a lot of these girls. One dad good, the other dad is some bullshit. No, I'm just some lame ass nigga in Mobile somewhere walking around Mobile, Alabama, not doing nothing. Or you mess with be, a, she, but think about it. She messed with a producer, might be some old deadbeat ass rapper. Well, the real father of the baby might not even know it's his baby. She might have wanted to put another dude that ain't shit. That's a possibility. It's a possibility. All hood possibilities. It's all connected in some form, shape, form, or fashion. And so she's still paying the rent for the crib, mortgage, whatever. I don't know what she's doing, but they said they said that she they caught her now. She, you know, she got caught. And I don't know. I need to know the update. I might go look it up and we'll recap this at the top of the year. She need to go to jail. Yeah, under the jail. But think about how lame that is, man. Them babies don't deserve that, dog. Them babies don't don't ever be allowed to see them kids again. The babies don't deserve that. I'm taking my daughter. We're going to do everything I can. You're not getting her back. You're not never getting her back. Nah. You know, made the news. That's the, but that's another issue with the, with the judicial system or the, the system period. A woman could do some of the most, the like most wild, wild shit. She go to jail, come out and then still get the kid. We've talked about, we've talked about instances of that. On in yeah, other situations on positive, um, but uh, she coming fresh from jail, and, and the day uh, she get out, she's snatching the kid away from the dad. The dad, the kid been with the dad for eight years now. Now he got to go live with your bum ass, and now I got to go pay child support yeah. now. The system the is not that, made yo. for us, man. Yep, you should have man he was laying on the ground crying. The kid didn't yeah. even know the mother. Didn't even know the her. mother. Just get on from the bed. And court gave it to him. That's a, that's crazy. He don't even know the mother or the mother's family. But think about her. She go in. The first thing she do is go file for recusty. Yeah, that's what she did. Yo, I mean, they, yo, they think women like gave it's it a to lot of women. Gave it to her so easily, easily, quick, quick, quick. No questions asked. Yo, yeah. the sad part is the way the system is set up and way public the public perception is set up. They believe that women um are more capable of taking care of children because they had them. All because you had a child don't make you the most qualified parent. It just doesn't. It doesn't make you the most qualified parent. There's many instances where the man is way more qualified to be a loving parent than you are. Truth of it is, we're all we're all learning as we go along as far as being a parent. Yes. And the main element is giving a fuck. Right. You can't make a person give a fuck. Nope, you cannot. You got to give a fuck about going to football practice, soccer practice. You got to give a fuck about going over the homework, getting a tutor when necessary. All that other stuff. All of that. You got to give a fuck to know them kids need to eat before you. You got to give a fuck to not buy those shoes because your kids need to get their shoes and clothes first. You got to give a fuck to make sure they're in a make good sure school. I, you, make, make sure, sure the school know, know, know who you, yep, yeah. know you available. You got to give a ready. fuck. 
to make sure you go to a PTA meeting. You got to give a fuck to look at that principal in the eye and shake his hand and be like, I'm Miles Henderson's father. Yep. Say those coaches, I'm Miles Henderson's father. Yep. You got to let them know they got somebody that care about them. You got to give a fuck. You got to let them know. Bro, I say this. Just this week. This week. I put it online. My young one. My young one is the rebel. My my eight-year-old is the rebel in the family. He um he doesn't like his gym teacher. I don't like his gym teacher. Gym teachers are terrible. Right. I don't like his gym teacher neither. I get a phone call from the assistant principal. What kind of class is gym? Right. He said, um, <laughs> he said, um, I want to first lead off to say Davon has been great this year. We had no issues this year. We haven't had any issues. Davon has been great. I know we had a rough time last year at the end of the year. We had a rough time, but He's he has been great and he, you know, he made sure he's all right. But today he him and his friend were playing too hard. He threw the ball in gym. He threw the ball at him and hit him in his face. He had to get an ice pack. I do all the time. He was like, I'm not saying Davon needs to come home or anything like that, but I do want to bring the attention when when the coach, um, Coach Brown asked him to go sit down on the bleachers. He sat down on the bleachers. Coach Brown went to turn around. Davon gave him the middle finger. Gave someone the middle finger. He said they play. They were playing outside. Or is no, inside. You know oh. it's cold right now, so you know they ain't really. No, nah, but it was outside. Anything. I say he did it with the trade out Scully on. Yeah, <laughs> me and him got talk. That's hard. He did. Wear his, <laughs> uh, he did wear his trade out Scully to school. To school though, his trade out Scully. He did wear to school and he oh. wear outside to play. Oh, I gotta. I gotta be. The, I gotta be an adult now. Let me show. <laughs> so he. he <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. Be. <laughs> so he said he did that, and he said, "I'm not saying Davon gave." Coach Brown the middle finger, but he gave someone a middle finger. I said, no. Nah. I said, Davon probably gave Coach Brown the middle finger. So what is, this what is he, why I say that. And that's so why I said, I said, this is why I'm saying that because um, Davon does not like Coach Brown. He said that, matter of fact, that morning that it happened, he said it. He was like, Dad, I do not like that man. And I told him, sometimes you're going to run into people. You're going to have to deal with people that you don't like. You have to just get over it. You know what I'm saying? But it's been times I, I told him, I said, my oldest son, who's no longer at the school anymore, he didn't like Coach Brown either because they felt like he picked on them. I said, I tried speaking to Coach awesome. Brown. I sent, him, I sent him a message. He never responded. I, I know he directs traffic in the morning. Bad I sign. stopped my car, got out my car to have a conversation with him. He semi kind of ignored me. And um, for me to, to just, you know, walk away and not do anything crazy, I said, cool. I'll just speak to his um, higher ups. Um, he was like, hmm, this is the first time I'm here about this. Uh, we will address this. This is what the sister principal said to me. I like this sister principal. He was like, we will address this. Mr. Jones, I'm sorry that even your sons or you or you had to go through that. I will address it with him first. Nope. Uh, he was like, but what I really called about was how your Eagles lose to the 49ers. And why did Florida State get snubbed? He called to talk sports because he tall like I am. We see each other when I'm at the school at PTA meetings or student-led conferences. Him and I just sit and we have a conversation. We just talk about sports, laughing and joking. He went to UNC. <laughs> so we have these we had a conversation. He called to talk about that. We spent 15 minutes on the phone talking about sports. And he was like, Oh, don't worry about Dave Vaughn, man. Just tell him don't do that again. I didn't say one thing to you about the Eagles. No, you did. Kind of sort of. Kind of sort of. No, you said something. And I said to you. No, I no, no. In the group chat, you kept, 
Brock Purdy game to play. You put the, them stupid ass eyes. I was like, man, I ain't talking with this nigga, man. It was a good football game at that time. They didn't get, they wasn't getting their ass blown out when I said that. But they kind of did. <laughs> they did. They really did. They got their back blown up. Yeah, they did, bro. They did. It don't mean nothing. Though. It was one loss. It don't mean but nothing. but I I say that to say just based off of what you're talking about, you have to be present at your kids' school. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. You have to be present. It makes a difference. As a black man, it makes you a big definitely difference. has to be present because they need to know. One, the teachers need to know that they're not trying to save a black child because you know what they do. A lot of them be over, over, you know, teaching at the school like the child needs to be saving, like needs some saving. Well, I, I think our generation is is better with that because most of us came up in situations where we didn't have anybody to fight for us. No. I didn't have anybody to fight for me, not because my parents weren't present because they were present, but my parents are guilty of not guilty, but they experienced a situation growing up where teachers cared. Right. So they were the last generation of parents that actually believed that the teachers meant well. And for me, moving from New York down to the South, I was put in a situation where every teacher in the building just hated the fact that I was there. Every student, for the most part, hated I was there. So I was like lost. I didn't have a phone I can use to call nobody because where we lived at was long distance compared to where we were at. I didn't have a, a friend to depend on. So it was me against a hundred kids. Right. So if I fight one nigga, I got to fight a hundred niggas. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the best thing to do is just avoid confrontation. And what kind of life can you really live if every day you're walking on eggshells? Right. And you're yeah, a child. I know, I know that feeling. And you're a child. Moving from Detroit to South Carolina, same then, fucking thing. So I, I, I say that to say. Got the, the fuck most, out of there as soon as I graduated. The most powerful thing a black father can do not the most powerful thing but a powerful thing i should say i don't want to make it definitively the thing right yeah be present and whatever your child is doing just let them know this child can't be treated like that because i will be back up here and you're gonna have to explain to me what happened quickly and i know my child will make mistakes yeah they might say something they're supposed to make mistakes but still he won't be mistreated no, we're not doing that. There won't be no mistreatment. No. I'm with you there a thousand percent. Not at all. But I'm if you don't show your face, your child will get stuck behind the, between the cracks. There's like a lot of kids that are in um remedial classes or even right. who the, don't um, need to be there. Who don't need to be there. But if they don't have a parent to speak up for them, and if you don't exercise your brain for five years, it's not gonna develop. Nope. You know, and, and a lot of these kids, you think about it, they'll go to uh let me use for example Amazon. Like Amazon got a commercial when they speak about hiring people that are from remedial classes or whatever, what have you. And it's like, they just have underdeveloped brains. Yeah, they do. You give them assignments, they excel. Mm-hmm. What part of that is slow? There's nothing slow about it. It's you just know teachers taking out the time. I'll say this year alone, uh, Lil Sean has a teacher. I mean, not Lil Sean, Davon has a teacher that cares. Like this teacher cares. They out there. They out there. She takes her time with them. She holds him accountable. She doesn't just because he act up or do something crazy, kick him out of the class or send him to the office. Like she sits there and like, Davon, I want you to go over there and think about it. And when you get done thinking about it, you come back to me when you're ready to be a part of us. That's dope. I like she, that. He'll come back. I'm sorry. I like sorry. her staff. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. And you right. I was wrong. And I'm I'm ready to be a part of the group. All right. Go ahead. And then he'll be 
Boom. No they out there. We we um we had a dope and she praised him when he doing great. Yeah, we did. Positive reinforcement. Yo, she, she sends me messages from time to time too, man. She's doing great, bro. She's kicking butt. Positive reinforcements are necessary. Yes. You know they're necessary. I agree. I agree. All right, man. Um, bro, we about to shake and bake. I want to. I want to talk about this one last thing, bro. Um, I want to. I want to highlight because I'm gonna start doing this at the end of the pods. Um, try to do this more often when it comes up. I don't want to force it, but when I see it, um, you know, positive things that's being done, um, in the community, and doesn't matter who it is, black or white, just positive dope things that are being done that should, you know, deserves a little highlight. Uh, we highlighted Ti. We highlighted the uh, um, group in Detroit uh, last week. This week, I want to highlight Mike Epps. Um, Mike Epps just um, he's doing a deal with um, HGTV. He's doing a new series called Buy Back the Block. And what he did was this is something he was already in the process of doing. He was already doing um, before he did something with HGTV. You know, you got still got to make some money. Yeah, he yeah. bought back the old neighborhood that he's lived that he lived in. He's revitalizing it. He's and he's making the homes affordable for people to move in and be able to um, live in nice homes um, and not just run down old abandoned homes on the block that on the block that he is from. So I think that's super dope. I want to give a shout out to Mike Epps. Dope, dope, good work, good Um, work. When the series, when the HGTV series drop, I really think everybody should go check it out. And it's him and his wife. So it's not just him, it's him and his wife. And like they're actually more. doing work. Like they're a part of the work that's re, um, like, you know, doing remodeling. Doing some black love. Down, stuff black like love that. is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. So I think everybody should, you know, try your best to go check that out if you can. I'm an HGTV um, watcher. I love watching rehab shows. I watch that stuff on YouTube. My wife and I are um, getting ready to open our trailer park soon. So we really like into stuff like that and we may you know we really talk about doing tiny homes instead of trailers but that comes with a little more money that i don't have at the moment so trailers it is <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. so i think i think that's a um it's a dope situation man dot man in itself with something man give us some words of wisdom for the final year our last pod of the year well just like you said uh you know on doing the trailer park tiny homes is like a step up Oh yeah, you know that's a vision you have for yourself. You know, looking at everybody else's movement can sometimes kill your dreams, man. And the fastest way to kill something special is comparing it to somebody else's journey. That's a fact. You know, we all have goals, we all have aspirations, man. We all have gifts, man. And I've had some rude awakenings in my life, and you get to a point where you get tired of being awakened brutally. Your grind is your grind, man. You know, I'm doing a lot of things that have been slow cooks. And on one of my um, walk with me things to make it fast, I spoke of a single I dropped last year that kind of caught fire. Now DJs are coming now for it. And I use that as an example. I can't remember if I was talking to you, another friend of mine. I remember back when you should talk about running backs in the game of football. Right. Um, to give an example how when you get hit, you keep your legs moving to get that extra yard. You know what I mean? time, we got to stay active and get those extra yards and keep moving, keep the chains moving, keep the game going on. I agree. Most I definitely. Agree. I also want to thank you, man, for that um the exercise I did doing, doing the um pull downs. Yeah, you know, man. You can, you can feel it. That's that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's where it came from. I couldn't say in the beginning because you weren't ready for that sauce yet. You nah, bro, you shit. could feel it, son. Nah, because like, it, it gets all, all like, yo, you and every time I did yeah. um I did four reps, four get the, reps get the, of ten. Get the full stretch, get it all the way up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you gotta lower the weight, lower the weight. It ain't about yeah. trying to go heavy, it's about the full stretch. Yeah, no, give it about do the whole give it about stretch. give it about 90 days. Watch. Watch I believe what it. it is. I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah. probably do it if not every um yeah. watch what it is, every gym session, every other gym session. Yeah, I mean you gotta do it every time, but whenever right. that's available, yeah. Either start your workout off with it that's or end idea. off with it. Sometimes I start with it mm -hmm. or I end with it. I never do it in the middle because I want it, I want it, I want to get it by itself. Okay. Yeah. Either yeah. I start I think, with I it. I think I end it. I think I end it with it. Yeah, yeah. that's all good, man. It's, it it's a problem. I also recommend it to a lot of females, man. They give it that nice tapered look. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nice tapered look. Yes. But so, you know, yeah. women don't listen, man, until they get fucking fat and then they want some miraculous. Makeover move. They get surgenic for some other goofy shit. Feeling the pressure. <laughs> you stupid as hell, bro. But yeah, man. Yo, this is the Black Mill Podcast. I'd like to thank you all. I hope you all have a happy new, a happy, um, Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Please stay safe, um, stay positive. And, um, you know, in the meantime, listen to other podcasts that we have on the network or listen to more of the Black Male podcasts. Just, you know, we got like literally 124 episodes. Like 124. You can't go wrong. Yeah, watch watch the growth, man. Just watch, watch the, the growth. growth, man. Check us out. Enjoy us. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. See you all in 2024. Um, and be on the lookout for our, um, our end of the year team podcast. All right? Peace. You.